0: Eight days ago, I became WWE Champion. Eight days ago, I became a fourteen time world champion. Eight days ago, I proved that I am the best of the best but no 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 best of the best that doesn't do me any justice no it doesn't it doesn't and I, I I'm not just the best of the best I proved eight days ago that I am the best period I am better than Edge, I am better than The Undertaker. I am better than Shawn Michaels, Ric Flair, John Cena, and most certainly I am better than Drew McIntyre. Eight days ago, I proved that I am better than every WWE superstar in the back, in the locker room, excuse me, that's been lying to themselves year after year after year, saying that the only reason I am in the position that I am in is because I was handed everything, because I grew up in the business, I was born in the business, I'm a third generation wrestler, for Christ's sakes. They say that Triple H protected me earlier in my career. They say that management chose me. But no, 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 no. All those superstars in the locker room, they're mistaken. The reason why I am in the position that I am in is because I am the best. Eight days ago, I showed the entire world I showed the entire world that I am no longer the legend killer I am now Simply A legend
1: uh, me Mommy. You tell
2: me you not Mommy. It's still the same, stupid. And <laughs> still all means mom. Ring
1: Doesn't... the bell.
3: All right, all right. Ring the damn bell. Welcome to the JFW podcast. In case you didn't know, that stands for Just Fans Wrestling. We're gonna cover I guess Sundays now. It felt it feels like yesterday. Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Even though we did the predictions, we're going to cover predictions. Maybe if we got some news, we'll talk some news, and we're going to bust some balls. And the JFW podcast team is here. Let them know, guys.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Catherine, a.k.a. The High Heeled Gamer. Tag, you're it.
2: What's up, everybody? This is Zach, a.k.a. Slick Lager, and I'm ready to talk wrestling.
3: All right, and this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo, ready to get. <laughs> to, to get to get um so do we want to even discuss the pre-show
1: I mean it was just the tw- the 24 7 championship vote right? held before the cell <laughs> no I mean didn't our truth retain
3: doesn't he mostly retain <laughs> even yeah, exactly. though he's like the 95 time
1: yeah 24
2: 7 champion. <laughs> That's what makes it so funny.
1: No, what made it funny was when it first started and they had him and Carmela and then everybody running around. And now it's just annoying.
3: Slightly. Slightly annoying. There's There are some places where they do it in the middle of a card where it's funny or in the middle of a show where it's funny. But it's like, mm, okay, just give it to someone else.
1: The yeah. true, does he really need that? Well, they don't know what to do with him. Well,
2: if they would make him a serious wrestler again, maybe.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, because he's definitely talented enough to do to to get back into a serious storyline.
3: I agree, a hundred percent. So there's got uh, to be something that we don't know. So anyway, moving into Helen in the Cell from before, I was surprised because. They started the show with Uso and, and Reigns.
2: Which I really thought that was going to be a main event. Me I, too. So but
1: remember when I read the card, it started off with that. So yep. I, I think I believe I said, well, that can't be yep. the right order. Right. <laughs> because they that was, this up.
3: Right. That was part of the reason why we saved it for the end too. Because we were <laughs> building up to that thinking that yeah. that was going to be... You know, part of a double main event or the juice of the main event. Yeah. And, I mean, I, I've i had time to reflect since this match. And I didn't mind the match. I thought the match was good. It needed to be shorter. And I said it when we did the prediction show that in no universe was Jey Uso going to win this match. However... I also thought not in any universe that Roman Reigns was going to cry in the middle of the fucking ring either. So (laughs) I'm like, what is going on? I could have done without all those guys in the ring and I could have done without the crying and maybe like, you know, a good minute and a half of remorse. And then, you know, just snap Jimmy Uso's neck, you know, or whatever, (laughs) like grab him up by the throat and choke him or whatever the fuck it was he was going to do. But I could have done without all of that. Um, but leading up to that, I mean, it was it was fucking brutal.
2: Yeah, it was a very physical match.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Well, I, I, all I was going to add on was that it kind of defeats the purpose of building him up to be this tough-ass, like, tribal chief guy. And, like, I get it. guys all have feelings. Like, I get it. But you're playing a part. This is not like you're a tough guy and one of your family members passes away. Like that's not what this is. This isn't real life. This is a show. So why build up a character that's all tough and gung ho and then make him a little fucking bitch? <laughs> beat up my cousin. Exactly. <laughs> why?
3: Exactly. I mean, they can they can twist it. Yeah, to to a, you know, I was crying to bait Jimmy in and that's what I wanted to do and I wanted to, you know, hurt Jimmy to make him say I quit. They, they can find a spin on it. I doubt they're even going to go that far. Um, I doubt that anybody really gives a shit either. You know, I, I yeah. think we may be, a, we and maybe a couple of other people might be part of a small group that are like, why the fuck are you crying, bro? You've been in here wrecking shit since you got back at yeah. SummerSlam, and now you're crying. Wreck shit, leave. It no. didn't say wreck shit, cry, and leave. It's cry, blow my nose, and leave now. that's That should be the new t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. I could have done without it, but I liked the match. I thought the match was really good, I thought it was very physical and brutal. Um, I liked the idea of him choking out Jimmy to get him to say I quit because you know they built up that bond between the two of them. Um, I thought it was really cool that you know they had the wild Samoans at the top of the ramp and they did that little celebration or m- minor celebration. I-, I thought that was cool. Yeah, because um, those guys still, even though they're old, they look pretty badass. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. And I've only seen a handful of um, of their matches, but I, I thought that was cool. I thought walking up the ramp was cool. I thought the brutality in the match and the physicality in the match was cool. But having all of these officials come down and and in a Hell in a Cell match and an I Quit match, like I thought they would have learned the lesson from Seth Rollins and the Fiend. Like you can't do stuff like that. Just let the fucking match happen, and that's it. You know what I mean? <clears throat>
1: And the I quit wasn't even like such a great thing. You, I quit was You have whole. to say I quit, Jay. Yeah, it w- and it was just to <laughs> quit, quit fighting. Right. It's like, and I what were
3: know. and what were the consequences? We still don't know. I guess we'll find out on Friday what the consequences are. But
2: I yeah, really- what I thought it was, he was supposed to submit to. Now that's the whole thing is he he's going to quit the feud with Roman, and now he submits to him being chief there was a whole reason he was saying all i wanted to be recognized all i want to be is recognized and this and that. so I, I was under the impression that that's that's the main point of it is they
3: no i i get i i get that but it just it, there didn't seem to be any oomph behind it you know what i mean like he no. didn't say okay now your ass is mine now you're going to do what i say they didn't walk off together there was no sense of this quitting actually meaning that he was now in charge of the family, I guess.
2: Well, I mean, other than the fact he got recognized by his dad and uncle,
3: All you right. know, he,
2: he, that. But that that stands apart from Jay's aspect of I quit. Right. So you know, he said I quit because Jimmy's getting fucked up, so he doesn't want to see his brother get fucked up. And I think they're leaving that open for the fact that he, they're still going to have them fight more. I don't know why, but...
3: Yeah, I, I, you, think, you know, I think even one more match is not going to make a difference. I think the first one for the initial shock value was good. This one was good for the physicality. I mean, what the fuck are they going to do next?
2: Well, I was just going to say, you know, WWE loves to beat a dead horse. They do. I mean, look Look how many times uh, AJ Styles and um,
1: who was it? What's that? I, oh, I thought you were saying like the AJ Styles and Undertaker thing.
2: Who was it that AJ Styles went on and on and on with? Was it Daniel Bryan? I think it was Daniel Bryan. Where they just went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, so...
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, they do like to be a dead horse. I think this is... I, think the, I don't even think that... I think this might have been a pony. I don't even know if it's a full horse <laughs> to be. <laughs> you know? Um, I don't know where they go from here. I'm curious. I want to see now how this story progresses. Which is what my whole thing was. Like, let the story happen. I want to yeah. see what happens. I want to see if they build a Samoan dynasty now. And if they fall in line and what's that going to entail and is it going to be willing and is, you know, one Uso going to turn on the other or are they both going to turn on Roman? Like, I, I'm, I'm curious to see where this goes.
2: I, I would think that would be a good spin is, you know, I kind of expect to see a brother versus brother. Mm-hmm. But I think that if they led you to believe that this could be a brother versus brother, but it turns into them working together to turn on Roman. Um and maybe that's the fall of the dynasty but th- that would be a cool angle to see too.
3: Yeah, I agree. So I mean overall not not a bad not a bad start. I was a little put off by the crying but overall not a bad start.
1: <laughs> um next we have Elias and Jeff Hardy. Uh Jeff gets DQ'd because of the guitar. Meh. Uh uh, I'm the only one that lost this one. Shocker.
3: I am I, um, I thought you oh you did pick Elias. I thought you picked n- Hardy for some reason.
1: No, I picked no win. Remember I said it was gonna get interrupted. Right. Well, I mean you weren't completely
3: well I'm thinking oh. I might be thinking a different match.
1: No, it was the Jeff Hardy. I said, no one's going to win. It's going to get interrupted. And I was hoping that yes. uh, uh, Mustafa Ali would show the hacker stuff that he's been saying.
2: Yes. Retribution or fiend or something.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think those, my, those were two of my uh, missed opportunities. No retribution and no fiend. Yeah. Um, I mean, the match wasn't terrible. They're both good workers. Um, Elias is fucking jacked. Um, so I didn't have, I didn't have a problem with it, but I, what I do have a problem with and it, you know, it kind of occurred several times is you're having a match at a pay-per-view called hell in the cell and your match is not in the cell. Every match being a fucking cell as far as I'm concerned.
2: Did it used to be like that? I'm trying to remember. I think in the
3: beginning it used to be like that. Yeah,
1: like
2: every match
3: took place. Because last year's
1: was, it was 50 50. It was some in the cell and some in not.
3: I I would even say for the last few years it's been that way for whatever reason. And I just, if they're doing a gimmick pay per view, the gimmick should be for every match.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Um,
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
1: Okay, we're moving on.
2: I was going to say one last thing about that match was um, after Jeff, I felt like we kind of could see it seemed like there was a little bit of like the hostility towards um, Elias. And especially since, you know, Jeff has been playing more the the good guy, the outspoken guy, do the right thing type guy. And then here he is turning around using the – he didn't have to – you know but he turned around and willingly used the the guitar as a weapon to hit Elias and i'm wondering if maybe you might be seeing him turn heel potentially
3: it's possible but i mean if they're going to if they're going to turn him heel they have to have a face to replace it right you know so there's got to be somebody who he turns on and if i mean if unless they're going to do a double turn like you know Elias becomes the face and then Jeff becomes the heel. It's possible. I don't know how they would pull that off.
2: The, I oh, like I'm, Elias way better as a heel.
3: Yeah, I think he's a much better heel. But, I mean, they could pull that off if they wanted to by using this hacker video to show that, you know, Jeff didn't hit Elias. Yeah. And then Elias tries to apologize and Jeff's like, fuck you, bitch.
1: Um. <laughs> uh-huh. That's exactly what I thought was going to happen. Well, minus the Jeff Hardy going, fuck you, bitch. Right. I hadn't thought that far. <laughs> a, I, I
3: don't think the match was terrible. They had some. They, they both have good timing. There were some really good spots. It looked like a really good guitar shot. Mm-hmm. So I, it was a good match.
2: I liked, I liked your, um, oh no, I can't remember if it was you or Jimmy. One of you said <laughs> they had hoped to see Jeff Jarrett run down. That was it not me. Somebody. Okay, so it was it was Jimmy. Although if Jeff
3: Jarrett was running at all, I, I, that would be a feat among itself. <laughs> I don't know if that guy can run at all.
1: I'm moving along to what I deemed the worst match of the night. Which one? Uh, night? Otis and Miz. Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, Otis loses because of Tucker... Coming in and betraying
3: him. You know, I'm actually mad about this, but I'm I'm mad that I didn't think about it when we recorded the prediction. Because right before this match I text Zach and I was like, you know what? You think Tucker's gonna turn? And yeah. Zach like, did nah. tell me that. Yeah, Zach did tell
1: me that.
3: I was like, Oh, why didn't I think of, I should have thought of that? I mean, I mean whatever. It's neither I hit the table. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> um but I mean, I, you
2: had a you had a good theory because you were saying that if 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 he if he lost and mistook it, he could cash in that night, which was something none of us thought of.
1: Right, but that, I thought that, that's, that's what was going to happen. But I thought he was going to run in, try to cash it, and then get blocked by, by Otis. or like put it in the put in the the what is it? The contract and have the bell be rung, and but Otis was going to cause cost him not to get it which I'm still holding on to that theory
2: yeah I think um
1: yeah I think that could still happen yeah so I'm still holding on to that theory may not have happened on Sunday but I'm holding on to that theory because I it would be interesting because let's say Miss Cashes in and Otis stops him but so does like Tucker and i'm probably giving creative again too much credit um but tugger could be like yo you could have lost the money in the bank contract you probably didn't have a chance to win but this way neither one of you wins and he comes out looking like an idiot Mm -hmm. you know what i mean something along those lines
3: but you know i mean i'm i'm not upset i'm not upset about this turn of events
1: no, because you didn't want to,
3: you didn't want Otis with the briefcase. No, I, I was fine with Otis with the briefcase in the beginning. Uh, after the um. After the Money in the Bank event when it happened, I thought the whole thing was entertaining, and you know, I, I even I'm I'm on air somewhere saying that I enjoyed that. I thought it was funny the way he caught it, and he's you know like the happened to be Money in the Bank guy. And, you know, there were a few scenarios that I thought of as we continued where they could have used him to cash it in. I, I just, I don't know if he would have ever successfully cashed it in. I think there would have been some type of something anyway where he wouldn't have won. The Miz is most likely, if he cashes it in, going to win. So I would rather they use the briefcase for a win than a wasted opportunity.
2: And nope, they've already
3: wasted enough time.
2: I think now if Miz tries to if if the the events play out like cats talking and Otis ends up being the downfall of the contract being null and voided mm-hmm. um due to his interruption, I am perfectly okay with that. And fuck Miz. And you know, he got to be heel, he got to do heel shit, and this is when karma bites the heel in the ass. I have got no problem if Otis comes in and fucks him up.
3: See, but here's the thing. Where does it go?
2: It goes nowhere. There's no, there's
3: no money in a Miz and Otis rivalry. There's no money in a Miz and Tucker rivalry. They already moved Tucker back to SmackDown.
2: Well, they I, had to. So now that they was got official? I thought, it, I, I
1: thought that was... Uh, uh, when you sent it, I thought it was part of the jokes, as yeah. in...
3: No, I think that was a WWE tweet. Uh, Because you
1: see, I thought it was going to be like Tucker was going to hit on Mandy now that he was on Raw, and then Otis just couldn't do anything about it because they're on different brands.
3: I mean, they could still have Otis run in and cost him the money in the bank, but that would, again, be a wasted opportunity it, it just doesn't it, it it only makes sense because of you know uh the miz winning the briefcase but it's not like the miz did anything to cost otis the briefcase tucker did miz yeah. didn't cheat morrison didn't get involved tucker did
2: the that's whole true. concept of the backstabbery and workarounds and all that that's all cheating for miz So the lead up to that match is all bullshit from Miz. So just because Tucker intervened in one part of it does not mean it's not his fault.
3: Tucker cost him the briefcase. Otis could have won that match. We predicted him to win that match. I predicted him to win that match. But he didn't win that match because of Tucker, not because of the Miz. JBL could have just gave the Miz the briefcase. And then at that point, that's the Miz's fault. But he didn't. He granted a match. And the match was lost because Tucker got involved. So that's where the beef is. So it, it's in my mind, I think that it makes sense for him to do it. But I just, I don't see it happening. It could just be a failed opportunity too. Maybe he cashes in on Orton. Orton kicks his ass and that's it.
2: Now I would never be so happy to see Orton beat the shit out of somebody.
3: I can't. Anyway, I think you take this way too oh, personal. He does. 100%. He does. You, you do know that afterwards, nobody's really hurt, right? It's not like an actual ass whipping. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I don't know which way of of cashing in he would, he would go. To me, it makes more sense to go to SmackDown because then they can, you know, kind of loop back to this whole Otis thing. But... Who knows? We'll have to just wait and see. Either way, you know, the match was not... The match itself before all that happened was just a typical Otis match. I mean, there's there, he's, he's agile for a big guy. Um, but the match wasn't as good as the two before it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Um, I agree. Next, we have Sasha and... Bailey, a uh, shocker of the night. Sasha wins. For real, no. If you, that if shit we, was crazy.
2: If we
3: would go back in time and make the prediction again, I would still predict the same thing. Bailey winning. <laughs> me
1: too. Yeah, me too. Because I thought it was gonna build up all the way to WrestleMania, so they could have a WrestleMania moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it still could. This could well, not I know, but this could I now mean,
3: be like, ba- Bailey chasing. But I mean. I don't know. I don't. know how I feel about a heel chasing for for a belt. It's typically the other way around, but it could work with these two. That let me tell you something. You want to talk about a physical match? Holy <laughs> shit!
2: Yeah, it was. <laughs> Girls
3: put everything on the line. And they, they're both. They just the two of them are just so smooth. They they're like butter, baby. They just they move and they gel and they know what to do. And you can't even tell whether or not they're communicating because they know each other so well like it mm-hmm. it was just every spot was good everything looked like it hurt I don't know what the hell she was trying to do by taping those kendo sticks together but I wish she would have got it so I could have seen what she was doing
2: man when um, she tripped
3: yeah, yeah. you know what's funny is I missed the trip.
1: Oh. Like, I turned
3: away for one second. I don't remember what I was doing. And when I came back, I saw your text. I said, oh, she tripped. Or, what a trip or something. I was like, ah, I missed it.
2: Yeah, um, me and, me and Jan were watching it. When we saw it, we were both like, uh, I don't think that was supposed to happen. That's funny. But, I mean, it
3: it was... I wouldn't have expected anything um, anything less from them. Like, it was... Yeah. It delivered. It delivered. She... I can't say she is two fucking girls, but Bailey looked like a bitch, and Sasha looked like she was ready to go, and it was just a perfect storm, and yeah. everything worked out the right way. Now, why they why they gave her the belt, I don't know. That that was surprising to me. I didn't think that a title change was necessary in this match.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I like like I like I was saying. I expected it to not happen until closer to WrestleMania or Royal Rumble so and Don't get me wrong, I'm happy for my girl.
3: It, it, no, absolutely. It it makes me think that there's something else going on. Like somebody's coming back or someone's going in or they're bringing somebody up or Charlotte?
2: No, <laughs> Charlotte? I, I, don't, but...
3: I don't think she's back the rest of this year.
2: Oh really? Oh really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. well i mean you gotta think though you mean this fiscal year for wrestling or this like calendar year well then there's still possibility that she could come in january january
3: but if she comes in she's on raw so she's not a factor to that title oh okay so you know i don't know if that makes a big difference there i and i'm do we even know if becky had the baby i don't i don't know Uh, No,
1: I think she's doing December, if I remember correctly.
3: So she ain't coming back anytime soon. If I I remember
1: correctly.
3: I know they were talking about a a Ronda Rousey return. I don't know if that's what they're working on. Like, I don't know. Hmm. It'd be interesting. Yeah. But either way, this kind of picked up the rest of... This kind of picked up the night for me. Like, it was... After that Tucker, that, I'm sorry, that Otis mismatch, match, it was a little slow. And then this match came out of nowhere and just boom, the energy's back up. Oh, yeah. You know? And is it just me or did they, have they gotten a little bit better with the fake crowd noise?
2: No, they have. They, have. they just got to work on a couple timing things. Um, like when they have people chant out somebody's motto, make sure they get the timing right. That's like about they, it, but... When they did Elias, was... you know, when they did Elias, what does WWE stand for? What, Elias? They had him say it, but he was off by about <laughs> two and a half seconds. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, that's the only
3: thing I don't think they should be doing. I don't think they need to put those chants in there. We know there's nobody there. And the people no. on the TV are not that loud.
1: <laughs> like, I mean, No. You know? But I will say the timing of the holy shit one was pretty good. Yeah.
3: That was And I was good.
1: like, yo, they kept the, the word shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. So no, congratulations, Sasha. It was a good match. And I'm yeah. now I'm really curious to see where they're going with this.
1: Me too, actually. Um, so in a surprise twist, we have Bobby Lashley versus Slapjack. No, uh, no. Slapjack. This was nuts. not this slap. Nuts. <laughs> this was not on the card. Um and we made a mad dash in our group chat to decide who was gonna win.
3: No, we um, did not. We made a mad dash to all agree that Bobby Lashley was winning. There was no discussion. <laughs> <I'm> pretty sure.
1: <laughs> That's not how I remember.
3: That's how it felt like to me. We were like, well, Lashley's winning. <laughs> Um
1: and Lashley did win. So I'm writing that down for us because we predicted before. It counts.
3: I'll take the win on that one. Shit.
1: Um, I I first off, let me start by saying that that whole little skit backstage where MVP is like the one with the bad mat or the one with the ugly mask or whatever it was that he said, like <laughs> bad mask, ugly mask. Yeah. And they all kind of like leaned and looked at him like, do they all have bad, ugly masks? So he was like, okay, <laughs> the one they call Slapjack or whatever it was. That whole little interaction was funny. I found that real funny, real good.
3: I, I think that that group is starting to, Get to where it needs to be. Um, i I like MVP on the mic. I've always liked MVP on the mic. Bobby Lashley is just a presence. and the little bit that he does say is is pointed. Shelton doesn't really need to say anything. and I think even Cedric looks the part.
1: I just hate that he's
3: shorter than everybody. Else. He's definitely yeah. shorter than everybody else, but he's
2: smaller in general.
3: Yeah, but he fits in. On, the, yeah. His personality
2: fits into there. Pint-sized Bobby Lashley.
3: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> or or pint-sized fucking Shelton Benjamin. Because he's he's smaller than Shelton too, but Shelton's pretty yeah. big. Yeah. So I like this. I, I think this group is gelling, and, and I like it.
1: Um, What I found interesting, though... Was Mustafa Ali? First of all, his angry face looks like he's smelling a bad (laughs) shit. Like I don't like his angry face. Like he needs to work on that because it literally smells like he's like it literally looks like he's smelling a bad shit.
3: He needs he needs a a mustache or a beard or something.
1: He needs something because I was talking about Mustafa. Yeah, he's got all
2: that. He's got a full beard mustache. Can't tell.
1: I was sitting here trying to think of like what he looks like, and I'm like, does he? I, re-
3: I remember him, baby face, clean face. Yeah. So that's oh. how I think of him. So I, I probably just, you know, does you he know. really
1: have? I don't think he does. I think Zach's lying. To us.
3: he needs like a Braun Strowman beard? That's what he needs.
1: Oh, that ain't happening. <laughs> you know, that's not happening. I think that that
3: group had potential, and they fucked it up.
1: Yeah, because. Fucking Mustafa Ali runs into the the ring, and Bobby Lashley, all he does is turn around, and Mustafa cowers and runs away. And I'm mm. like, I you mean, build up this badass, destructive fucking group, only to be led by a pussy. Like I can't do. It. And
3: and they <laughs> built up this renegade group of people, and then offered them a contract.
1: Come on,
2: they should have
3: just. They're
1: wreaking havoc. Yeah, they're wreaking havoc <laughs> on oh, the
2: contract.
1: Havoc. Yeah, here's. <laughs> Sign We're contractually so. bound to uh, yeah.
2: wreck havoc.
1: It was so dumb.
3: Yeah, I, I, I think that it could have been something cool, and I don't think it can be now. And it would take some real drastic measures and some real creative thinking to make it badass. Like real kidding. creative thinking. Like... like
1: revamp the whole shit, start from scratch creative thinking. Yes. That's what I thought. Um, Zach, what did you think?
2: Um, overall, I, I, I was disappointed in the reaction of uh, Retribution. You, you got two weeks in a row where you're basically look, you look weak as all hell. And inferior to anyone, the fact that what was it a week ago was when the fiend took out their whole team, uh, and right. then you come in and in this, and Bobby Lashley makes one of your top guys look bad, and um, the rest of the team all comes in, and you all get whooped, and, and then on top of that, you're you're shown seeing the CEO of her business. And Bobby Lashley basically flexes on you and you fall backwards and almost fall out of the ring. Yeah, it was know. so
1: terrible the way he did it, too. Like, I've seen people cower like The Miz and Morrison. Um Who else tends to cower? Um, Seth Rollins and they don't I mean they don't look like tear in the headlights scared to death kind of a thing right they yeah. looked more like I don't want to fight you fuck you type of thing
2: perfect example of cowering was uh when they had uh, Lars Sullivan come in with uh, Miz and Morrison
1: mm-hmm.
2: and both of them had great expressions and you know Especially when Miz is walking up the the ramp, leaving John in the in the ring with Lars. He's just like, Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing I could do. Yep. So yeah.
3: I mean, I even even Randy Orton has cowered in, you know, cool fashion.
2: Well, he's done it with Drew McIntyre recently.
3: Right. So I mean there's there's a way to do it. I, I guess he just
1: hasn't and Mustafa found just needs to learn.
2: Mustafa hasn't found his coward face yet. Uh. Mustafa <laughs>
1: hasn't found a lot of things. And he is so talented. Look, well, like I it think really he's so talented. I agree. And, and again, it's one of those, they don't know what the fuck to do with him, so they give him this shit. Uh,
0: but you
2: didn't know I was the hacker. Yeah, we, we all knew that. Yeah. I'm
1: going to let you in a little secret, bitch. Yeah, I'm the secret. leader
2: of retribution
1: not a secret um we have next randy orton versus drew (laughs) mcintyre the only oh no you both jerks got it
3: i didn't think you know what i find particularly funny about this outcome is that earlier in the day i had made a tweet with some call of duty video saying that the guy never saw me i'm like an rko and i tagged randy orton and i said drew mcintyre was going to lose and then cat had to double down and she was like uh-uh drew mcintyre retains i did
1: 100 i voiced my opinion and and um you know i wasn't i wasn't i wasn't ready uh, i wasn't entirely correct
2: This was a good match. She was less right than normal. (laughs) (laughs)
3: This this was a really good match, and I think at one point I even texted you guys. I said this is some great fucking storytelling. Like these dudes beat the shit out of each other.
2: And they did it well
3: and and they made it look good and randy orton is just a fucking pro man like he nothing he does feels wasted it's like every motion he takes is is something like he's thinking something or it's leading to something or he's telling you something or he's telling himself something or he's telling the ref something like it's everything he does is purposeful um and i i just thought it was i thought it was a great match
1: um, I enjoyed the match a lot. Definitely, obviously, did not see that coming.
2: <laughs>
1: um, Fuck you, Zach. Don't laugh. Uh, but, <laughs> but it was a good match, though. They, I mean, those two performed, and I knew they would. I knew they would deliver something great. So, the
3: only thing that that rubbed me the wrong way or it was the whole fighting outside of the cage or outside of the cell I thought it was cool that he went outside but it looked like he was leaving and then you know he ends up on top of the cage and gives the whole hand motion to come up and it's like why don't you just get out and climb up why do you have to walk up the ramp and pretend that you were going to leave and then you know pump up and buff up your chest and climb the cage come up here me big man (laughs) <laughs> it's like just yeah, just walk out and well, do it.
1: Cause they wanted a moment. And that I will say that part was kind of lackluster where you knew one or both of them were gonna fall to the table because that's just how it's set up. Jeff Hardy, fucking uh Shane McMahon. That's how it's always been uh the OG of it, who I think is the OG of it anyway, McFoley. Mm-hmm. Um You know that's that's your cue right there to go to the other side and hit each other slap slap but when they were doing that it looked like two fucking like i don't want to like discredit women when they're fighting
3: you know what you don't even have to say it's like two women fighting you can say it's like a slap fest from family guy when they're like thank you
1: yeah yeah exactly and that's what it looked like and i was like come on guys like one, yeah, supposed to be closer than that, so it could even like it could look somewhat real. And so it's like you got these grown ass, big ass dudes fucking. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> stop it. And then like I don't know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't know how I felt about the way uh, Drew fell. Like it yeah. seemed, it seemed weird. Um, But that was like the only thing for me with the match.
3: Here's, Here's the thing. I think that the three of us came up in a time in wrestling where it's never going to be that good ever again. Yeah. So when we see things that could potentially happen the way that it happened back in the 90s, you get that like, oh, here we go. You know, Orton's going off the top of the cage and then yeah. you it starts to not happen and then you realize, yeah, we're not in the 90s anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can't come off the top of the cage now. You know, so what do you I
2: mean, they don't throw people off the top anymore.
3: <laughs> they they don't throw them off the top anymore.
2: No. I thought they were contractually obligated to be thrown off. I want my money back.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I um I thought that the fall, I mean, we we said the fall was going to happen. We just didn't know who was going to go through the table. And it was still a high bump. And I'm
1: sure that it hurt. But But it wasn't no missing teeth coming through your nose and Foley moment. No, it
3: wasn't Shane McMahon, you know, jumping off. But top it? or it wasn't it wasn't even Mick Foley falling Mick Foley falling through like the, the fucking gate broke
1: because it wasn't strong enough. Yeah, and that's what caused him to lose the, the two things as come out through the... dude. So so side note real quick since we're bringing it up. Did you end up watching the documentary of the twentieth anniversary of Hell in a Cell? No. Of mm-hmm. of Mick Foley's Hell in a Cell. I didn't. He ends up saying that the zip—they could hear the zip ties coming loose. I've and heard, I, I've heard
3: that before.
1: And I think they kind of—I think he says they looked at each other and knew shit was about to go down. Um, and we went back to look. And we like fast forwarded to when they were up in the thing and legit you can see because at this point, you know, when you're watching and you're focusing on the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. But now we're looking at the cage itself and you can see the shit just bing, bing, bing all over the place. I was like, yo, they were holding that shit together with zip ties. They were like, yeah, just go up there. It's fine. No problem. <laughs> no,
2: you would be all right. Go. Just going up like- there.
1: Um, but anyways I no I, um,
3: I get it but but bringing it back to that it just it didn't have that same feel and then mm-hmm. I think the way that McIntyre was selling it or overselling it was just like mm, you took a clean bump <laughs> yeah. on a table I, I understand it was high but you know Kevin Owens jumped off the fucking Wrestlemania sign at Wrestlemania and he didn't cough up any blood <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean yeah
1: yeah that shit was like so weird to me and like uh, for me he ends up like uh landing on his stomach right and his hands are kind of by his face and I'm I'm just like that can't I can't
3: be real. Well, I mean, I he, not no, real. he popped a balloon or whatever it is they use to, you know, have that effect, and yeah, um, I was like, ugh. So I, I mean, I, I that I could have done without that. I, I understand why they did it, and it turned out to be a pretty cool thing because it continued to tell the story. Like they still went yeah. another what ten minutes after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and and he was. There, I mean, Randy was beating the shit out of him after that point. The way he just followed him from the table back to the door was just. It was very creepish. It was very like methodical. Yeah, and and snakeish. Him yeah, being you the viper, the he, he was say moving that. like a snake. And it's just, I, all of that shit, I love.
2: well you yeah. saw how he rolled into the ring, yep. So, and he's he got like that has, half smile. He has his persona down. So
3: yeah, and he's got that half smile where he wants to smile, but at the same time, you know, he's like. I'm sorry, but you made me do it. You know that that type of thing, and you saw that face. Like I thought, the whole thing after that was great. Everything before (sighs) that was great, but that fall just—they didn't even look right hanging off of the cage because (laughs) they're so you know the both of them are so tall, so broad, and so big that it just looked weird for them just hanging on. It's like they were saying, "Okay, when we're gonna do it? When we're gonna do it? I'm losing my grip,
1: my shoe." Zach noticed something that I I didn't notice and I don't know if it's been there before but it's like the hole the holes that are bigger for their feet. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that and then there's pegs for them to stand on too. I don't know if that thing has been around for a while but Zach noticed and he told me about it and I was like they've oh. they've
3: done it in previous ones and if you look there's some that are big for them to fit their feet onto. And then off into the corners, I think there are even bigger ones um, for when the crowds were in so they could get the camera lenses without getting um. the actual um, the, the actual structure in the shot. Mm-hmm. So th- that, that's been around for a few years. So I mean, I, I remember I noticed it years ago the first time mm-hmm. and I didn't understand what they were for until they started climbing. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because those fucking fences, I don't want to climb a fence,
1: yeah. you know?
2: Well I if if I remember right, they definitely didn't have those holes in 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 the Hell and Cell back when uh McFully and no. It it was
3: the, several years after that.
2: Oh. Uh, and I think they weren't they weren't rubberized either. No. That's what that that's why they're red now, because that's that's that rubberized coating. And it makes them a little thicker for them to hold on to. Right.
1: Oh, I didn't yeah. even put that together.
3: Nah, legit. The first Hell in the Cell was like a bunch of fences put together. That's
1: it. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Because when they were up there, when Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton were up there, I told, I told Zach, I was like, you think they're still using zip ties? <laughs> and Zach was like, I think they've upgraded since then.
3: See, mm-hmm. I, rem- I remember hearing that while they were up there. And again, another side note that these things started to become unhinged I didn't know until you just said it that it was zip ties. I thought it was whatever metal brackets were holding it was snapping off. I didn't realize they were holding it together with zip ties. That's insane.
1: They were. If you have the WWE Network, I go do. go to that Hell I'm of a Cell fast forward. Yeah, fast forward to when they're up up there, and you'll see the shit just just pay attention to the <laughs> the, the cell the cell itself, and you'll see that shit just go. Ping. And I was like, "Yo, I would have shit myself if I would have heard those things going off." And I'm like, "How do I get down, down from here? And yeah, it's that's. Like, oh, I'm in the middle of this shit. Like, there's no getting out. That's crazy. One way to get down, and that's through the cell, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be able. So,
3: and, so anyway, after a whole after a well fought battle, Randy Orton wins, 14 time champion, know. and. I'm okay shocked. with that. I would have been okay if Drew retained also. Like, these two guys have put on some great matches. Except for that ambulance match. It was a little iffy.
1: You always bring up the ambulance match. You're yeah. like, they're great, except for that ambulance
3: I, I was not match. a fan of that match.
1: Uh, obviously, we could tell.
3: Kat, I didn't <laughs> like the ambulance match. <laughs>
1: I'm, i I don't think I understand you clearly like you loved it like it was the greatest thing for you is what you're saying
2: yes that's what I heard it changed
1: my life <laughs> um and that's that's the whole pay-per-view like I feel like it lasted like an hour and a half
3: I, it felt like an hour and a half but but
1: that was the whole pay view. um the the score is you and Zach tie for four and as always I'm at the end with a two. That's all right. I'm just gonna start copying you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I keep saying that every time. So I'm just pick like,
2: one random match to disagree with us.
1: <laughs> oh no, SummerSlam! I won. I won SummerSlam.
2: Yeah, uh, that's right, you did. Yeah. I'll
1: take it. Um.
3: Overall, I thought it, I thought the show was a win. I I, I was not overly disappointed. Other than the few points that I brought up. And I don't think those points were enough to drag the show down. I think... I'm hoping that this is the beginning of a direction that the WWE is going in kind of post-pandemic at this point. Because they got people coming back. And it seems that they have plans in place. They were able to do a draft. So, I'm hoping that they're building towards something. But like I said... I, I think I've come to the realization, and not now. This pay per view wasn't an epiphany, but it's never going to be as good as it was.
1: No. Well, it's decent at best, but it ain't going to be no. Right. We got stiff Jeff Hardy, who doesn't look fluid anymore, and I'm like, it's mean, like a geriatric. I want to
2: see '90s and early 2000s. Watch AEW. No. Stop it.
3: Stop. Stop.
1: Right? How dare you disrespect the early 90s like that? You're banned. <laughs> <laughs> what does the ref saying? Get, Get You're out of here. You're out. You're out. You're out. You're here. out.
3: Go to Band locker room. Not not off. <laughs> Go to catering. Get out of here. <laughs> Word. Well, what did you guys think overall?
1: Go ahead, Zach.
2: Overall, I thought it was a good show. I, I really I enjoyed myself for the most part. Um, you know, the unexpected match between Retribution and Hurt Business, you know, it didn't really hurt the show. Uh, it was expected to be a squash match and be over with. I think it lasted longer than it should have. Um, I definitely thought Bobby Lashley should have just beat the and snot out of slap mats, But um, but all, all, most Thank of the matches were pretty sense. good, or not pretty good. They were they were well uh, well done. I liked Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. I thought they did an outstanding job. And I thought that Sasha Banks and Bailey did an awesome job. Um, and uh, everything else was was good. It wasn't like oh you know I slept through this or it bored me. They were entertaining to watch and. And I, I hope that they keep that caliber of show and continue to build upon that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would like to see uh, some this is some uh, more from creative as far as thinking outside the box.
1: Good luck. You're
3: not gonna you know, that
2: I, I can ask, you know it. Where I can creative wish is. for it, I can hope for it. You
1: know where creative is right here. Like, you're looking at creative right here. Because <laughs> I've got so many things that are decent at best, but better than what's happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I I, guess I enjoyed the show. Didn't feel like a pay-per-view to me.
2: Like an extended
1: episode? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's or, what like, or like, like like an extended
3: combined episode because you have both shows there. Oh yeah. So yeah. It,
1: it it was
3: almost like a it was almost like tying up loose ends to me.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly how it felt.
2: And from the draft. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um so uh I'm interested in seeing where a lot of these stories go now because a lot of things have kind of changed with Sasha and Bailey and Randy and Drew and the um,
2: heavy machinery.
1: I'm not even counting that. Um, but like Jimmy, Jay and Roman. I'm interested in seeing what the next step is. Uh, just to throw it out there. So I think Survivor Series is the next pay-per-view, and NXT is not invited this year. You know why? Why
3: have you? COVID? S- have you seen what the Survivor Series card is? No. All champion versus champion matches. Oh. Uh, so champion versus champion matches, and then I think they're doing maybe one or two traditional Survivor Series matches. Wow. Well, so, so you've got you've got Randy versus Roman. You've got um. Street oh, is that why they have Austin versus Yes.
1: Um. Ooh. Sasha
3: yes Oscar versus Sasha Street I thought I was gonna versus new day Bobby Lashley versus Sami Zayn um uh, and they don't have a women's they don't have two women's tag team champions so I guess maybe they defend maybe they don't um,
1: um, I and- saw the Oscar versus Sasha and I just thought it was gonna be like uh Friday night Smackdown I didn't like you know just because they they were trying to get fillers type of thing. Um, cause you know, people in and now vacations, Halloween, they want to spend with the kids. So I just thought it was like, a oh, they're throwing it together since they're already in the same building type of thing. Just to mm-hmm. have a little fun is what I thought. That's interesting. To I me. think
3: it's interesting too. I think that, I think that's probably what they should have done at night of champions, but mm-hmm. that's another story altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is going to put some, and I'm going to use a, a stone cold Steve Austin saying this is going to put some stank on those titles. Um, cause you've got some, some you've got some really good people holding these titles. Um, you know, you've got a really good version of Roman Reigns against Randy Orton, who's f- always fucking amazing. Yeah. You've got, um, intercontinental title and u.s titles meh. but bobby lashley's a big motherfucker if you can be yeah. bobby lashley then you get some stank on your title um <laughs> you know new day and street profits i think that can be a
1: really good fucking i'm episode. excited about that, now I, that think, you said I think it. it's
2: gonna be a combination of high flying and physicality
1: because montez man when he does the- his frog splashes he touches the ceiling
2: Yep. I fucking love it. I yep. love when he does his frog slashes. I yeah. think
1: I think that
3: that's a that could probably be match of the night. And I mean I know we're a month away probably, but that that has a lot of potential.
1: I'm excited. Yeah. That's cool.
3: So uh, I, I'm not I'm not a fan of things like this on Survivor Series because I grew up with Survivor Series being that five on five all the time yeah. and I love those matches. Um, you know, one of my favorite ones, and I can't remember the year, is when you know they put all of all of the champions on one team. Like it was the Ultimate Warrior was the heavyweight champion. I think the Texas Tornado was the Intercontinental champion, and then the Road Warriors, and then they had someone else. Like it was just a stacked yeah. fucking team, and I like those matches. Yeah. The Undertaker mm-hmm. made his debut in one of those matches. Like those yeah. were oh, yeah, that's true. yeah, those were like big time fucking matches. It was one of their main pay per views and I wish they would stick to that.
1: It'd be nice.
3: Yeah. But so
1: that's pretty much it. We're done. Are we... Wrap this bad boy up.
3: Man, that went quick. <laughs> See, time flies when you're having fun.
1: Yeah. Is that what you call this? Fun? <laughs>
3: Man, bro I knew your fucking energy was down I didn't want to say nothing but shit
1: let's feel about that fight me mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no I love it, I love it. Cat, what did you, you think talking. what did you think of that match meh meh
2: man that, that mm-hmm. match was outstanding I can't believe that happened there were so many hot flyers and this and that How you, what
1: do you think of that cat mm-hmm. hell yeah it was good mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course I had fun I keep coming back every week <laughs>
3: It's true. You love it.
1: I do love it.
3: <laughs> All right. Well, the time has come for the JFW team to tap you out. Send us your questions, comments, or feedback to jfwpodcast at gmail.com. Share our show with a face heel or mark. And thanks for listening. Until next week. Deuces.
1: Bye. My tap out was terrible, by the way. You <laughs> tap
3: out.
2: <laughs> Peace out, everybody.
3: See, you could say it because I said deuces.
2: You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) That's what it took me and I was like, did he say no, he said deuces, all right.
1: Did you say the whole face, heel, and mark thing? I did. I missed it.
3: You want me to do it again? No. All right, deuces.